Welcome back to the Bitter Jurors Podcast. We are a queer survivor super fan podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Derek Grining, and I am joined by two people who would not hesitate to eat all of the rice while I'm off doing who knows what in the forest. Uh, it's Sam Stanish and Christine Palin. Hi. I have often said that white rice is one of my favorite foods. And so, you know, if I was alone in a camp with just me and some dry rice, a pot, and some water, I think I know what I'd do. <laughs> I don't you think know we, what? we had a really good run. We had a good run. Um, we finally got to the first bad episode of the season. <laughs> um, and I'm so happy to be here to talk about it with you guys. <laughs> Same. You I, you know, I try to stay positive, really try to be the most positive that I can be. And I do feel like this is easily. And then you know this is recently biased. Easily a top five worst survivor episode of all time. <laughs> like, Whoa. Certainly one of the most boring. Like obviously Wasn't it there awful? Have been, it I was would, really boring. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's bottom five, but I, I agree. I don't know if like I'd go a, that far. It was a nothing episode, but we are we love to be hyperbolic here. So you're right. It is the worst episode. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I agree. It is kind of a nothing episode, which is why we decided, I guess, collectively to do this format that we're about to do now, which we are doing our second not annual call in episode. Biannual. <laughs> Biannual. Um I think that the fans need a place to let off some steam. Mm-hmm. And we are giving our platform away to who knows who. Yeah, this is our enrichment hour uh, for the fans. You know, they need a little uh, activity to (laughs) keep their brains moving. And we've just dropped the link to Twitter user VampireBoy2003 display name Young Man's Cuddling Association. (laughs) So um, I hope that it all goes well. We'll edit out (laughs) any really long pauses as we wait. (laughs) Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, great. Oh, okay. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> they Maybe. can now join the meeting. Oh, okay. then they have. Hello, Hello. Diago. Hello. Hello. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes, you can. Welcome to the pod. It's it's a pleasure. I've been um, listening to you guys for a while now. I actually started uh watching survivor because of you guys because i discovered the shadow play gaze <laughs> and i was already a fan of revolutionary girl utena and wow. then <laughs> and then i was like mm, maybe i should check out this survivor <laughs> this is huge wow oh, i feel God. like you were you are like the person we like we're like um this person definitely does not exist in the world the person who listens to this pod our utena podcast and goes on to actually watch survivor because of us but you're real <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Surprise myself. That's so exciting. Well, Tiago, tell us what like what all have you seen? Are you just like watching in real time? Have you gone back to old season? What's what um, yeah? I basically seen a few old seasons. I think I seen about until season twenty. Damn. And then afterwards I kind of dropped off. I've s i I looked up like a watch guide on Reddit and just kind of followed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to watch some like some good seasons of the 30s, apparently. And there's only um, a few, not very many. <laughs> there are two. 
and um, I'm watching. This is, I think, that the third the third season that I'm watching live, and it's been a, a fun experience. I mean, new new old school Survivor. So <laughs> I love that. Um, it, it's great that it's, the shadow play gays are here. The person who the shadow play gays got into Survivor here, and the person who the shadow play gays got into Revolutionary Utsuna are here. We are we have all come together. Um, it's it's a full circle. It is, <laughs> and you got me into Survivor, Sam. So it's like, da, 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 da. like the, yeah. it goes round and round. <laughs> Tiago, um, what did you think of the most recent episode? Give us all your thoughts. This they split them up. They took the votes away. They gave them chicken, and then they sent them home. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with this season, but I did feel like that new Hunger Games movie was a better Survivor episode than this episode. So there was that. Period. Uh, um, I don't know. Twists happened. Um, they certainly did. This was uh, a, These were minutes of television that were on our screen, and we did watch them. Yeah, I mean, it was still like entertaining. It it was still like flashing colors and movements. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am uh half team Emily, half team D. So sure. I period. So I did like have fun because uh Emily is probably set up to do well next week, I think, I hope. And D was just queening out this episode. One hundred percent. I I love Sam. You were the uh, saying, you know, Kelly gets her way every week, but I feel like D is the real the D train, as we've been calling it, has just been, you know, full steam ahead for the last several weeks. No, you're right, and you know, it was getting Kelly got her way every single time until they actually had to start voting, and then once, <laughs> once that happened, it sort of stopped going her way all the time. But well, know, to be D fair, not everyone is voting. So yeah. <laughs> D will her alliance is will say something and then she's like, I don't know about that. And then that causes everybody to like immediately second guess themselves and completely disagree with what they just said like five seconds before. She's eating. Yeah, and I feel especially uh I feel especially like she has like her thumb over Julie, unfortunately. Because she is also a queen who I would love to see flourish in the game. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Julie uh, is apparently like willing to sacrifice her whole game for D. So I do love Julie, and I feel. I mean, I, I look at the confessional counts and uh, for D and Julie, and I'm like, that can't be right. Like to me, they're like <laughs> the main characters, um, and I feel like people are not loving julie as much as i do I, I know i'm probably not preaching to the right choir here or whatever that's not even a term but <laughs> it's I, pronounced I, queer. I've, queer. I assume people on the call are are enjoying julie but i feel like i read a lot of commentary who are, they're like i don't know who this woman is and i'm like have you like, been watching the show <laughs> i know i we do live in our own little bubble um but i don't think there's anything wrong with that um, I agree, Tiago. I wish I feel like there is a version of the season where Julie is allowed to sort of blossom. And I mean, I feel like if D did get sniped, I could see that for her, honestly. But I just don't see D getting sniped anytime soon. It seems like uh, everyone's talking about getting rid of her, and then there's zero follow through. It's giving it's giving Erica uh, at this point. 
I agree, but I do, you know, they did say that thing that I hate to hear people say when they're like, but if D gets to the end, she obviously wins. And, you know, but I, I have some thoughts on that. I mean, I don't know if we're really doing edge section separated yeah. tonight because we'll have like many people on and off, but I, I'll just, you know, I'm going to come out right out and say it. I, you know, I do feel like me, Emily, people are saying like Emily, or we've seen Emily be like right a lot. And I feel mm -hmm. like since she, and this is me just like fully bending over backwards to make sure Diesel wins, but like since and Emily- we love delusion. <laughs> since Emily was saying like, it's obviously if D gets to the end, like she's definitely gonna win. I'm kind of like, well, maybe she's right. And maybe that is what's gonna happen. <laughs> but, <I'm, laughs> you know, I'll, I'll do anything to believe my own lies. <laughs> the delusion. I agree. The D Lulu. Um, so Tiago, as someone who hasn't seen a t like all the seasons of Survivor, I mean, and you've seen a few of the new era seasons, what do you think of these twists specifically? Like of the trends in general we're seeing on Survivor of like last week we had someone loses their vote in an action, and then this week we spent so much time on three people losing their vote and one person getting it back. Like to you as like a newer viewer, like where does that sit for you? Hmm. Um, I think that my favorite, like, uh, I enjoyed the return of the Survivor auction last week, and mm. that was good. I do feel like the main problem is that we aren't really getting proper vote outs. Like, if one or two people lose their vote, like, that's fine. You know, there are, pen there are 10 people there, so it won't make, like, that, that much of a difference. But if half the people lose their vote and they're splitting up in three it's like i hear you guys say this like every week but are we really getting to the merge you know when are we getting to like an actual proper merge vote where everyone or at least almost everyone gets to vote you know i know i know and it's mm -hmm. especially at the final nine like nine and seven and five are these points in the game where like things might happen like it's an odd number it's like i don't know i feel Lips. like that's yeah, but to have it happen at the final nine and to completely depower the already minority alliance is like a total flop of this like split up vote loss, whatever twist. On yeah. top of an endless challenge, too. God. Yeah, I just I <laughs> there was a time when I was like down with these. Uh, I don't even know what we call these, like relay challenge. Not relay. Like, what's that? I don't know. Whatever. Basically, where it like gets down more and more to like fewer people. Um, but I agree, Christine. This just made it seem like interminably long in this iteration of it. Especially when Jeff like straight up lied about the challenge. He said a man had never won this challenge, and it's only been done twice, and one of them was won by a man. Kyle Jason. Okay, this is the one time Jeff was cooking. <laughs> when he when he said that, I was like, oh my god, Bruce is gonna win. They only, <laughs> they only left it in because Bruce is gonna win again. Exactly. Jeff had to lie to make this like somewhat intriguing, I guess, that like Bruce is gonna win this challenge. Um I feel bad I, for a girl. I can sympathize with Jeff. Look, I don't know, I don't know every single survivor fact off the top of my head. And he's commentating on a challenge in the middle of it. He's trying to make it like a, the, the, every single moment in Survivor history has to be the first time something has happened in Survivor history. <laughs> and so he's trying to make that happen desperately. And and so he might say something that's not right. However, in, if you're in the editing bay and you're deciding what to leave in <laughs> and what to take out, it's like 
dude, like, and th- they must have fact checked it. They just know it wasn't true. Just go into the survivor wiki and you know it's wrong. Great. <laughs> like, <instantly>. right. <laughs> so it's like, just take it out. Just take it. it. This didn't add anything, I would say. <laughs> Except maybe it's kind of like rage clicks when people leave something in a, um, like a video that's misspelled. So a bunch of people will like comment being like, uh, babe, that was, it's actually I before E except for C. Uh, but this is kind of like, we need a bunch of people to be tweeting, Jeff Probst, you idiot, hashtag survivor. And so they leave in like his mistakes. He's trying to get the bitter jurors engagement specifically. It's like, yeah. they've got it already. Yeah, we already <laughs> We're met. here every week. We are like no exit style stuck here for the rest of our, our of eternity. I think that the only challenges that really bothered, I think that the only challenge that really bothered me was the, the stupid math challenge that he had. Yeah. Like, I think that this is like a, I think that the survivor puzzles are like they should be actual like tactile puzzles, you know. Don't do this whole brain teaser thing. Like these people haven't been fed. Like at least do something that will engage their like tactile and visual senses instead of having them crunch numbers for no reason and have to write it out on a chalkboard. I just what if what if like someone had made a mistake? Did they have like a little a little razor, a little one of those chalkboard erasers there with them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah. Pe- people were saying like, oh, like we there's there's always been like logic challenges in Survivor or whatever. It's like, yeah, but you didn't like lose your vote because you couldn't like, you know, it's always like a four immunity. Yeah, they're like word puzzles and these sort of things. Like that's puzzles are fine. Like if they I don't want them to have math be part of the challenges, but like sure, Jeff, like whatever. If that's what makes you happy, like, but not like for someone to lose their vote because they couldn't do math, like it's just like how far away have we gotten from the premise of Survivor? People Literally. were like, and because uh, I was like, this math is boring on TV. I don't want to watch someone do math. And people were like, uh, it happened in Token Chains, and it's like it was boring then too. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see math on Survivor. I barely want to hear them talk about the numbers. I don't want to see them doing math in a challenge. Yeah, it's like why can't we just like make it a little more fun? Like I always think of the uh of in Korong when they did like the memory challenge, but it was like they're like pictures of like monkeys and snails and things. Like that's more like survivory. Like give it a little something. I it's like I'm not here to watch like Professor Layton on television, you know? Like that's not why we're here. Um I, actually that does sound fun. Never mind. Redact that. I do want to see Professor Layton on television. Um yeah, I agree. Math is silly. Um, felt evil that both our girlies failed it. Um, sad. I think the split was a bad call TV-wise because it forced us to sit through like three separate bad scenes on top of <laughs> two different segments of the challenge. Like it, it, it went challenge, challenge, and then we saw the reward group. We saw the island group and we saw the people who were still at camp and none of that was anything related to the storyline because they weren't even all together and so they were all boring yeah and i feel like even d at one point was like i literally just like have there's no reason to strategize because one like i already know where i stand with these two people who i'm here with and two i don't know who i was gonna even be voting tonight so like what am i supposed to talk about it's like it's so ridiculous jeff you are a fool 
the three people at camp were like just chilling. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> I mean, D was doing her best to make it fun by being like villainous. I loved that. It was so funny. Um, I'm having such a ball seeing people like cry on Reddit about how evil D is because she like giggled at eating rice. Like let I women have her. hobbies. Literally. <laughs> I'm let women her. enjoy things. Exactly. Let them Fujo out. She's like a strong, powerful Latina woman. She really does deserve that rice. Exactly. It's like, what has Jake done? You know? <laughs> Pretend to be a defense attorney. Exactly. <laughs> but it's true. Um, yeah, I agree. People are overreacting, as always. Shocker. Um, yeah, it's a lot. I feel like D Drew had a lot of confessionals this episode, too, which... Not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he look. I'm whatever about him. I do feel like people. He's not awful. Like he's not terrible. Sure. People are like being. I just. I want everyone to just calm down. As I'm like completely eviscerating the episode as a whole, but I'm just like, these people are fine. I so there was that whole thing going around earlier this week, attacking Jake and Corey Wartenberger. It's like these men are not the issue. The issue is the man at the top. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just I I feel like if you made like a supercut of all like the metaphors and similes <laughs> that Drew makes, it would be longer than the actual season. Enough. He, <laughs> he, he's kind of like a um, what's it called? Oh, like if you control T transformed Ryan Ulrich, he's just like stretched, stretched, yeah, and, like, widened. Mm -hmm. I see that. <laughs> um. Well, I got well, delivered candy. I, I thought you were holding up like a, a blunt when you're, you're well, like, look what I'm <laughs> like, go off. Tiago, if you're a Shadow Play Gaze listener, that was Opera Fiance bringing me candy. So you even got um, wow. a cameo. Oh <laughs> and I love, I love listening to podcasts when they're like um, secondary characters in the podcast <laughs> that always get brought up. <laughs> And she was here, and yeah, she was that's... artfully framed by your mirror behind oh, you. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was kind of gorgeous. Giving... Uh... That is very good. <laughs> no, I feel like it's and it, it's like weird that other students watching frames within frames mm -hmm. frames. I live. Um, Tiago, any other thoughts on this episode? Um, not that much. Uh, <laughs> I think that next episode is gonna be good. Uh, because the game is actually going to be shaken up a little bit. Hopefully by Emily and Julie. Um, wood. Yeah. And I've enjoyed this season so far. I hope I can keep on enjoying it. The I hope I can keep enjoying the latter half of the season. <laughs> I hope so too. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope, yeah, I hope this is not like a downward <laughs> like spiral we're headed into. Um, so... This is next episode is going to be very crucial for me in terms of how the rest of the scene is going to go. <laughs> One bad episode in a sea, a, a, a true cavalcade of incredible episodes. They can recover from this. It's fine. No, I love being like doomsday scenario. Like it's over, guys. Worst season ever. <laughs> it's Jover. <laughs> it's Jover. It's, it's, Jover. So, it's never been more Jover. Um, well, uh, before we let you go, Tiago. Um, one final question. Um, who's your favorite Utena character and why? Um, I would have to say Nanami because... Period. The First of all, she has like the cuntiest <laughs> outfit. Yes. Uh, second of all, 
the egg episode, like, I just love all the little anxieties she feels in the egg episode about what if people think I'm weird, but because of, and that's just like literally me. And I don't know. I love her. I stand. I must, I must stand a fierce queen. Yes. She's that girl. Mm -hmm. She has her head hand over the headphone listening in. (laughs) What a powerful. Yeah. I go listening to the shadow play gaze and then being like, I should watch survivor. (laughs) Powerful, powerful images of powerful women. Um, we love it. <laughs> um, uh, is that, uh, I don't know. I don't know how we're, I was trying to figure um, out what's like the, we, we were trying to figure out like a weird way to send people off. Or uh, Oh I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you. Yes. It's so nice thank to meet you. you. Yes. Thank you so much. This was I very I really cool. loved it. Um, I can't wait to hear my own voice next week. So. Thank you. It was lovely to meet you guys. You too. Thank you so much for talking to us. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. Okay. You're so sweet. You really was. What a legend. I'm sending the next link. Oh, I just did that. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't send it. Double texting. We are so thirsty. Please come on, please, quickly. (laughs) Please. We're lonely. Um, Yeah, Tiago, so fun. What a lovely Um, night. Yes, that, that is really funny to me that the our white whales, someone who listened to Shadowplay Gaze and got into Survivor. I know. You're so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's I feel like I want out on that one. It's like if you <laughs> it's like if you're already into Udina, you're already watching the like better program. Yes. Um, exactly. Getting <laughs> getting converted to be a survivor viewer from Shadowplay Gaze, it's kinda like you yeah. might have been happier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, Kept... I'm sorry we brought you over here. Keep the wool over the eyes. Um, speaking of lesser programming, while we're trying to vamp, um, started Squid Game. Um, it's mostly not good, but um, it got good when they started voting each other off, I guess. Not even it got good, it got like watchable. Because Do it's they like... Have, like 300 people voting. So no, it starts with 456 and then like obviously it gets reduced down like it per, oh, by over half pretty instantly. Um and then by the time they start voting people off it's down to like 100 and something. So it's like ma- a manageable amount but still like you're like yay, something like kind of fierce just happened but I literally have no context for who like any of these people are. Like several people make like game defining incredible like vote off moves in this episode and you're like you literally have never who heard of she? them. Literally, who is she? I love her, but have not heard from her in the first four episodes of this program. <laughs> I once watched a movie on Netflix about, it was kind of like Survivor, but they everybody was standing in a big circle and they all voted for who they wanted to kill next. Was it the circle? I watched that. Maybe. But the movie, the mo- not the... the movie- no, yeah. yeah. I mean, that might be what it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah I, think it's called I have no memory of it, but I, you know... Vampin. Vampin. Danganronpa. Sounds Vampin. like Danganronpa. <laughs> so, okay, so true. It's so um, true. Maybe that's what we should do next. We should do like, uh, while well, we're still trying to figure out uh, what we talk about. Gotta go. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's been good. No, I liked it when I was reading it. I enjoyed it. AKA when you were 19, 20. <laughs> and? Hey, I know. You mean, I, yeah. you just choked on a bunch of smarties powder. They'll dissolve. Quit being dramatic. <laughs> Woo, Should we go to our next 
guests. It's been th- yeah, send it to the next one, and then it's been three. We- yeah, and then we can circle back to him. Okay, the circle back. I've sent it. It's <laughs> the dark deed is done, sir. I think we only had like two or three people last time we did this. Um, and, which was, I mean, it was great then as well. But I, we did do it like a lot more like in the moment. We just kind of like put it up, and then people replied, and then we like <laughs> sent it to them. Right? I don't remember. Yeah, it was something like that. And then we only talked to two, like you said, like one or two we people. Had- <laughs> I think. Yeah. We weren't quite as popular back then. Yeah. yeah. And hey, maybe we will only talk to one or two people at night. <laughs> the D- I, I, people are probably falling. We're recording in the evening time, so maybe people are fast asleep, you know? Speaking of, I, I almost fell asleep during the episode this past Ooh. week. I was under, given I was under a heated blanket in bed, um, but I <laughs> literally, <laughs> during the challenges, was like, like not enough. I, oh like, oh, God. got a tweet. <laughs> that sounds. So I crazy, but... couldn't believe like this episode being the one that was on during Thanksgiving week, where you know it's like Survivor fans are going to be around people they're not normally around. It's like this could be the episode that converts a bunch of people to start watching the show if they watch it with their Survivor fan who's like home for the holidays. And it was this. Um, I <laughs> I was watching it with several casual fans, and we talked about the advantages and the swaps and the losing votes or in like the idols, whatever. And one of them was just like, I can't keep track of it. I don't even try. (laughs) (laughs) I know they should have like delayed it and just had the Kelly vote off this week. Like that would have been a much, I think a bigger clip show. The 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 fr- oh, right. first, the first five days it would have been yeah, <laughs> it was so short now. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, it's just like, it was literally last week with, oh, wait, they clicked the link. Oh, great. Oh, he called. Wait, did I miss the thing? Hello. Well, hey. hey, Ben, welcome. This is Andy. Oh, Andy, oh, my God. Andy. Wait, okay. Oh, my God. There's an, there's an issue with the Google Meet. I don't, I'm sorry. I apologize. Andy, welcome. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you? Amazing. How's, how's it hanging? Um, it's good. It's a rainy night here in Philly. My boyfriend is next to me as well because he's a big Survivor fan too. Aww. Hi, I... boyfriend. <laughs> wow, Andy and boyfriend in the chat. Well, he didn't <laughs> ask to be on the podcast, so he has to be silent. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> um. Well, well, what's your what's your boyfriend's name? Owen. Owen. Oh. Owen. Owen Knight, perhaps. <laughs> 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 No, Owen's is like so aggressively straight. It makes me giggle. <laughs> um, Andy, are you what? How how have you enjoyed Survivor Forty Five? Are you? Did you like the episode this past week? Um, I was enjoying it, but this past week was like, um, I, it didn't hit for me in the same way that the other episodes have been. Um, it could be because Bruce won another immunity challenge, and um. The only thing worthwhile from that was Katura's phase after he wins. <laughs> um, I I really love Katura's like hatred of Bruce. That's so palpable. Even though he's not like an actual villain, he's just annoying. Um, but I'm a huge Jake fan, even though there's like not really a warranted reason. 
Um, other than that, he's likable. And being from Philly, his Boston accent should be a huge turnoff, but for some reason, it's endearing. Um, and I, I wish Jake had more of a game to play, but I feel like he's like <laughs> floundering to a point that it like won't recover. I know. Speaking of Owen, it's very. I was going to say, yeah. But they're yeah. both fun and nice. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Jake is such a sweetie. Um, mm-hmm. very adorable. Um, but also D is allowed to starve him if she so chooses. <laughs> yeah, I do like that D is a girl boss, and me too. I feel like I've read around that like people try to paint her as a villain, but I don't really see her as a villain at all. No, she's mother. I guess yeah. unless she was like in- involved with a Kelly voting out, she I feel like she would like didn't want that so much but other than that i don't really see her being a villain yeah mother on mother violence is inevitable when there are so many mothers (laughs) it just is what it is you know um yeah so uh andy what are your thoughts on us losing our girl kendra i feel like we didn't even talk to our last caller about the diva in question so true yeah i love kendra and like her like crystal magical witch energy mm-hmm. and that she kind of filled the same character trope as carolyn did in the previous season because i was like a huge carolyn fan as um, you should. yeah <laughs> she like fulfilled that like goofy out there woman character for me so i definitely will miss her confessionals and her like being so dramatic and like Sitting by the beach by herself, being like, send, sending Kelly a good wish. I'll miss that. <laughs> like, I she's know. Not dead. <laughs> she, she had some of the best blindside faces of Survivor history. Um, yes. and I, miss that. I can only hope that there's still more blindsides to come so that they cut to her on the jury being like, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> Well, she is Libra, had Libra, so it's all about the aesthetics. So I get that she wants to provide some like visual <laughs> impact. Um, but I will miss yep. her Drew Barrymore voice too. <laughs> That's true. Although um, I feel like she wasted her not eating meat on like the saddest reward I've ever <laughs> seen in like new Survivor. <laughs> so true. Someone needs to call Angelina because. They for a while were having apparently, like at least in the era of David versus Goliath, were doing giving vegetarian options for any of the meat re- related rewards, and I believe like Mike White was given like a vegan option on that season. Well, couldn't we have like come up with something here, like and not like been like, well, you can have this sad chicken on the ground or nothing. <laughs> they put it on a leaf. It's like I, I've been a vegetarian for almost six years. And so this, I'm coming from a place of bias when I say this, but watching them tear into that chicken see on TV was one of the grossest things I've ever seen. <laughs> it looks so... Ugh, I really hated seeing it. And I know that it's just because I, who, because of my own lived-in experience, but watching them tear up the chicken, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I would have rather... rather I, I didn't have this reaction to them eating the fish eyes, but the chicken was too much. Oh, 
Yeah, Jeff got that Costco membership, and he's like, I have to show this off to everyone. <laughs> We're getting rotisserie chicken. Uh, yeah, I agree. Maybe it's Mike. I mean, Mike White and Jeff are besties, so maybe that's why Mike White got the star treatment. I don't know. <laughs> At this point, it makes me miss an Applebee's reward. Like, <laughs> I, it used to be cringe with all the sponsorships, but like, I don't know. Maybe it's that full table is looking good. I know that's I I saw I think someone was like joking uh somewhere online about like the reason Jeff is like going so hard for the sanctuary is that they really want like a sponsorship to hop in and be like mm. the Applebee's sanctuary where five <laughs> do- totally where dollaritas right. happen like something like that I don't know <laughs> it's like I would prefer that honestly like make them eat like cardboard flavored chicken instead of whatever this was. <laughs> No shade to Applebee's. I mean, uh, for anyone who likes that, um. <laughs> I'm sure they. I'm sure they would be happy to bring the Jolly Rancher margaritas out there to oh, Fiji. God, <laughs> that's so awful. Imagine being like violently hung over on Survivor. That, that's what they did after the. What's it called? The auction. Kelly had that gigantic thing, Kendra. Yeah, but a Jolly Rancher, that's like so much sugar. Like you are just guaranteed to wake up with like wanting to die instantly if you drink that. Wait, okay. Andy, you mentioned Bruce and I thought that this was a fun episode for him. I, I, you know, I do oscillate between like, I, you know, I'm, no, I don't oscillate. I think he's a very needed presence on the season. It's fun to have someone who's annoying and other people and he's like a good you know, it. I guess you would classify that as a villainous character, but it, he's just kind of like being himself. Um, and, but I did love in this episode, he like has finally learned that people think he is like <laughs> overly controlling or whatever. He's like, I'm not overbearing. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just treating everybody like I treat my doctor. <laughs> um, it's just like, I, it's. he's really questioning the soul of himself. Well, yeah, like, even him, like, saying, like, I'm going to go home and ask my daughter if I'm overbearing and, like, having to, like, change his ways from the season. I know. That's like, character growth. <laughs> well, the lesson is, like, don't, like, uh, maybe, I'm sure you're great with your daughter. Just, like, don't treat a 30-year-old lesbian you met, like, five days ago like your daughter. <laughs> that's, like, that's the mistake, Bruce. That's the life lesson you should take. Treat her like your niece, okay? Yes something yeah that was the whole like that was his thing and then he's just kind of gone by the wayside um yeah i know i feel we're letting our girl couture down by not like going all in on the bruce hate um but you know we support her decisions but we maybe don't agree with them you know i mean I yeah, like it's, to it's... Have... you go ahead, oh, go ahead. no, no you, you go, you're the guest, uh, you're the guest. <laughs> I was gonna say that I want Katura to have like more gameplay presence. I Me really too. like her as like a person and a character, but I feel like she hasn't had much control over her game so far. I know it makes me sad because I I feel like of the cast, Katura is like who I would work with if I were on the show. Um, and it makes me sad that no one seems to want to work with her. But I guess she's making inroads with the Rebas as the bottom five, as she self declared, which is rough. <laughs> I, you know, she doesn't even know Ellie's already there. Can we just 
on how bad this has been for Bello. Like in the pre-match, where like Bello is Oof. like they're slaying, like they've got this, like no no one can compare. And they, they have Reba. Let's let's be clear. Reba is playing well. Bello is also playing so poorly. It's just it's so sad to see. And also I there are these these twists and game elements that made it hard for them to have a normal vote. But man, <laughs> I mean, Bella was doing it to themselves long before the twists yeah. got involved. And after the premiere, I was like, oh my God, Bella's going to be the final six. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, that didn't happen. <laughs> hmm. Lessons learned. But not by Bella, because like no one, like there's not even like a thought crossing their mind that like maybe we could turn this around. I think they, I think that in watching this back and going through this experience, they did learn a lot. I, I would feel <laughs> um, they learned about Julie's uh, abilities. Yeah. D, Drew, and Austin. It's, I, it's so interesting. I feel like it's, they have just been running things nearly flawlessly the entire time. And the only real flaw was when D voted for Sifu, and then that wasn't even like a big deal. And it, like instantly got brushed under the rug. They blamed Jeremiah, and the, you know nobody brought it up again. And now both of them are gone. It's powerful. Pre-jury, they like they, <laughs> that's gonna have zero impact on anything. I love that the Rebas, you know, but we were uh, we were calling them kind of boring before. I, I, has that changed? And they said we're going to be kind of boring all, all the way to the end of the season. And um, I love that. <laughs> but I okay, but they're not. It's not that they're boring. I just feel like they <laughs> don't have, and there's just no none of them have, you know. And this is impossible Ooh. to quantify. But they, none of them have it. Like I don't know. Like none of them are like. <laughs> None of them mm. are. I think D has it. She has the most of it of the four of them. <laughs> <laughs> but they like, and they do slay. Like, she is amazing. I do, and she's funny, and I like her a lot. It's just never been, it, the show has the season has just never been their story, even though they're the ones in complete control. Right, I get that. I can see right. your point. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Three dumbass girls. Oh no, four dumbass girls telling each other exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that is... That's is that are you saying that's us or the Rebas? Uh, everyone. It's every every group of four ever. Um <laughs> Andy, yeah. any other any other thoughts on uh the season as a whole? Who do you think is winning? Who's are you an Ejic diva or no? Um I think that Austin has been playing the best game mm. so far, like under the radar. Mm. Um, and not just because he has like 13 idols. I think he's just like, like just him winning this challenge the past, this past episode with like figuring out the math thing. I was like, I can't even like do like simple math. And <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like he's just been like playing under the radar is like a threat in general and now like the focus is going to be on d yeah i agree he's it's like bananas that they're not like let's get this this dude out like all of his alliance notes he has at least one idol like in the second one's also apparently the amulet's apparently common knowledge based on exit interviews yeah it's making me i'm concerned that he's xandering because it's like he's is like what on paper you would expect people to like want to get out like young athletic man with advantages and stuff but it's like 
Is it just because he's insulated by the Rebas? I don't know. I think, well, you know, it's not just the Rebas. He's also with Emily yeah. in the side alliance, too. So he's def I feel like he's definitely the most insulated and safe person on the show. Obviously, cut to Wednesday and he'll be voted out. But <laughs> I, I, at this point, he has the most alliances and everybody's working with him. Um, I guess we did see in the next time on that Emily's more getting aware of how not in with the boys she is compared to their relationship with Julian D. And that was kind of hinted at in this episode too. So maybe it's maybe it's not happening for him. But, it, you know, we'll never know until we know. <laughs> we, we will never know. They will not finish That's airing so the true. show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Any other thoughts, feelings? Does it... Um, the one thing that I don't remember, I don't know if it was new in the intro, when they had that like little teaser of the hourglass alluding to like ugh. the like turn back time advantage thing. And I was so nervous that was gonna be the case. And like thank God it wasn't, because that was like one of the worst twists in the newer season. <laughs> I no, wonder they were if they definitely trying to make all the girls go. <gasps> Yeah, wait, maybe they were like they wanted us to like watch the episode and like be like, oh, okay, there was no hourglass, so it actually wasn't that bad. <laughs> Jeff just might have a little more spite these days. Like the like lame rewards, him stabbing the bag of rice. I feel like he's like trying to scare them a little bit now. Yeah, he's in his. Uh, I don't even know what kind of era Jeff is in. It's freaking me out. I don't like it. <laughs> What happened to Cuddly Jeff? I feel like this Jeff is like chaos, violence, gross chicken. He was literally <laughs> so nice in 41 and 42. Like, I don't know if we all remember, but like unprecedented <laughs> amount of just him being positive and like, okay, can, do you remember how he treated Heather when she was bad at John? Oh my like, God. What, that was so bizarre, but it, I mean, imagine him doing that now, and it's only like a year later. <laughs> so, I mean, 43 changed all of us. <laughs> there's there's an end to positivity. <laughs> it I all think there was like a recent, I forget which recent season it was, but I don't know if it was with me, but there was tribal in the beginning of the season where the lighting on jeff looked really crazy and i couldn't 44. tell if it was just me it was there was that an was early real, tribal right? in 44 where he looked insane no i remember tweeting about this oh i don't remember okay. that. I don't... <laughs> did he not have like a natural skin tone like what was going on it was like the bad light it was just like the bad the overhead high beams were like on him and he had this like he already is like really excited and expressive to be there, and he looked like like maniacal sitting there, like <laughs> like waiting for them to speak. <laughs> no, it was the first. It was like the premiere of forty three. I found my tweet from it of me being like, "Is the lighting at Tribal Council weird, or is this edible just hitting a little too hard?" It and I have like fifteen people in my replies being like, "No, he looks insane." Um, so everyone, go back and watch like the first Tribal of forty three. And it look was at the Jeff. lighting. Okay, yeah. we will. We'll we'll pull that pick, uh, and we we'll be sure to post. I'm, maybe his filler was still settling. I don't know. <laughs> You never know. Well, he he saw the writing on the wall for M Mariah, and she <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I don't know about this one." <laughs> he's got, it. He's got he wanted to scary lighting. He wanted to scare the tribe into doing something else. 
<laughs> Leave Mariah alone. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you, Andy. It was so nice to talk yes. to you. And you, thank Owen. you. And you, and Owen. Oh yes, and the boyfriend, boyfriend of the pod. <laughs> okay, we both hope you have an amazing night. Um, both. Just, what? just you and me, and not Christine, or just you and Christine. Why hoping... both Andy and Owen? The guests. Both hope that you have an amazing night. Whatever. You're. Me too. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. Bye. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Did I say both? We both hope. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, it's up to you to decide who I was talking about. One of you doesn't hope mm. the best for Andy and Owen. And the kerfuffle was that I thought that Ben had joined, but then, you know, Andy had Andy suddenly joined because we sent him the invite. But now Ben is trying to join. Ben has been trying to join, and it's been an issue. But ben I think it should work. I set the restrictions to even less safety, so he should be able to just come right in here. <laughs> less safety. Why is that Something so hard? Oh, I see what the issue is. Okay. What's T? Well, the issue is that when I copied and pasted something, part of something got part of the URL, and now the blah, 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 Yeah, that was really fun. I still feel bad that we did not talk about Kendra at all with Tiago. But we and gotta we have very... different topics for the girls so we don't keep repeating everything. So That's true. true. And we can continue yeah. to talk about Kendra. I feel like we barely even scratched the surface. Ben, Hello. welcome aboard. How is everyone? Am I? Can we can hear... hear you loud and clearly. Yes, we hear and we see you. Welcome. Amazing. Hello. How is everybody doing? Excellent. So good. Same to you. All good here. Yay. Um, Ben. How are you liking 45? And how did you like this episode? Okay, so I think comparably 45, I think may have been my favorite season so far of the new era. Um, I think the 90 minute episodes has definitely helped just like being able to get an understanding of every character on the show and every person because no one really, I think is getting purpled this season in a way that I think a lot of people previously have. Um, I think Julie, I mean, she's the least visible, but I still feel like I know her better than someone like, I don't know, like Rox Roy from 42. And I think that's why I'm appreciative of this season. And also, I just like Emily. So, <laughs> sorry. And <laughs> don't apologize. Oops, sorry. Nice. sorry. Stand card. <laughs> um, this episode was okay. I don't think it's the best one we've had. I think the removing three votes, excuse me, I think removing three votes, that just kind of like, you're taking a fundamental aspect of the game of Survivor, and that I think is hindering the ability to like, you know, make any sort of move. And it kind of, it left all the power with Reba and kind of didn't give any leeway for anything different to happen. Yeah, yeah. it's upsetting. When there's an alliance of four strong people who've been together from the very beginning at the final nine, and you suddenly make it so only seven people need to vote and all four of them can still vote, it's like, obviously they're going to stay together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very confusing. Uh, I don't know what Jeff is thinking. If Jeff is thinking, he's just... Oh, he's not. Yeah, yeah, has Jeff thought, like, 
he's just like all juiced up with his like little fillers. Oh. So oh, I just made a fillers joke. <laughs> the last call. Oh, we're all just like we're all thinking good for it, Jeffrey. Clearly. We were all thinking it. <laughs> we love him, but we know what he is. Yeah. <laughs> do you think um, his fillers have seeped into his system and that's what's been causing it's like a Yolanda Hadid situation oh yeah God. that's um, why he stabbed the rice yeah exactly <laughs> can get something is deeply wrong with Jeff um, he's mm. become he has a malignant monster in him Ben were you a Kendra fan um I was delusional uh, in thinking that she oh. was gonna make it to the end. Okay. Like I was like, okay. she's one hundred percent. I know. When uh, you, oh, when I you do. Took a second to answer. I was oh, worried no. we were gonna have to move her. Like, oh. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she was fine. Um, uh, I just like was actually pretty surprised that she got voted out. I mean, the Kelly vote out that was genuinely one of the most shocking vote outs that I think we've had in a very long time i haven't really been surprised about any of the vote outs until then and then i went really because kelly was giving winner energy like mm -hmm. unlike anyone else i saw her uh past photo i said she's winning like it's obvious harmony <laughs> supports her like what else do i have to say so that was a surprise and but i love kendra i loved all all the girls from belo they were all fun are we worried that Katura will follow them out the door? Like, I we, certainly it's am. It's a bad trend, but it is the mm. trend. I like. I don't think Katura's next, but I don't think she's winning. I'm hoping that we have some sort of power shift or something interesting that happens next episode. Like someone taking, I mean, Love D, but it, like taking her out, I feel it would be an interesting shift in power in the game rather than like, you know, just kind of pagonging the rest of Bello. Yeah, I mean, I feel <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we have a perfectly viable option right there. Oh. I just like don't care. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> he's I'm sure he's a nice guy, but in terms of like what I care about for characters on Survivor, he's giving me nothing. Yes. But you know, I'm also I I'm worried about a deboot given what we know. Here's the facts. We know that D is a big threat. We know that people know she's a big threat. Mm -hmm. We know that Austin has a bunch of idols. And we know there are hints popping up here and there, preseason, last episode, this episode, the next time on, that Dee and Austin are getting closer and closer and are perhaps falling in love. And what do Survivor contestants love more than to take out a man who has a bunch of idols' best girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm worried she could become the next victim of that. Don't like it. I could see that happening, but yeah. you know, I'd rather be Drew. Agreed. Um, I feel like the fact that they established the like two, like it's like a twosome basically, like Austin and Drew and D and Julie, I feel like is important. I feel like they're not gonna stay a four for much longer, maybe like one more vote. Really hope it's not Katura. She needs to mm -hmm. break the K the K curse. Um, yes, now that we've had Caleb. Kelly and Kendra. It's like, keep our girly in. I I feel like what would be interesting happening is if Reba somehow, all four and Emily get to the final five, like having like a Chris Doherty situation where she mm -hmm. kind of just runs it to the end, but that's my thought. Who is who's everyone's winner pick as of current? Um, I mean, Kelly was my preseason of 
but now I'm feel we've been talking about the D train, riding the D train. I'm just feeling it. I feel like this episode, um, she talked to tribal council about like feeling evilish, and I feel like the edit is like backing her up on that. Like, yes, villain queen. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling D. Sam's not feeling this. I know. So I'm, I'm like, like I, the D train. I'm, I'm getting on board and off board these different trains every other episode, but I am convincing myself against D now just because I'm like a villainous woman winner who isn't Jen Maraska could it possibly be done and then I also am worried just like from a storytelling perspective where it's just like they've made it so clear that Emily is working with Austin and Drew like over and over and over and obviously the three before is a very big part of the storytelling too I'm just worried that Emily and Drew and Austin are like the actual people we're supposed to be caring about and Dee and Julie are going to get tossed to the side but then I'm just like literally who does win and obviously that is the question that we're all discussing and I just <laughs> no longer think it is going to be D, but I also don't think it's going to be Emily and I know those are the two people that most people think about so I actually really need to think mm. <laughs> I mean I'm still, I'm still like this episode same I agree this episode did concern me a bit with regards to D it was just there were <laughs> The, the last episode and this episode, it's just like, we. The, if she wins, I will be very into her edit because we don't see women edited like this and win. Um, and but I can. It was for a long time. I feel like we were all feeling okay. It's like hard to imagine D getting this edit and like getting voted out. But now the way she's being set up as like she's gonna win, she's the one running this alliance. I could see her being this big move someone makes to flip the game or to the person they take out to get, you know, get to the end and secure the votes to win. I'm not, I am still on the train with Derek. I'm not, uh, you know, getting off, but I, I am feeling these same things um, that it just is feeling a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> You're still on the train, but you're wistfully looking out the window. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for um, another ride. <laughs> I think, like, it... what? Sorry, back on that. Sorry, I just want to say, but looking at the past edits of the winners for the new era, it seems like whatever is the most, like, in your face, like, they're going to win, never wins. Because, I mean, we all remember where we were for the finale of 43. <laughs> we remember falling, literally falling to our knees saying, there's no way. We saw the Carla vote for Gabor. We said, there's no way. Yeah. Um, so I think that also can be taken into account for like who could win. Because who knows? Maybe Julie wins. You never know. She could be the under-edited female of the season. And they do love to do that. <laughs> they do. They do. I don't know. I just feel like looking at all the edits, I just feel like D has the most story to me, yeah. story that makes the most sense to me. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like have we had... Uh, a new era winner who was this dominant we haven't like i feel like d is like if d wins it's because she did run this fucking four-person alliance like like the navy like that's just what happened so i don't yeah like if if that if she wins that's they have to show that they have to show like some like tension to like okay well like if if she is running that alliance that well and that visibly people like that is going to be a topic of conversation and i brought this up at the beginning of the season but i i still am approaching everything with the edit with this mindset of like this is the first 90 minute episode season like and that i do like even if we're not seeing 
I mean, this week, the implications of that were just this episode was really fucking endless because they added a bunch of stupid shit. But I do think on like a, like a macro level of looking at the season as a whole, I just feel like it's going to be hard to, like, I think to like track our previous, even previous new era seasons to what's happening this season, just because the edit way they've edited has changed because the, the, um, you know, amount of time they're working with has changed. I don't know how it, it would impact how they're edit the winner. We'll see that at the end, um, how it looks like um, when we're looking back retrospectively. But that is something that's still nagging at the back of my head of like, we, this is on, on, you know, unfamiliar ground. We don't know like how this impacts the way they tell the story and when they tell the story of the winner. I'm standing, obviously. I, 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 but, and you can point out flaws in anybody's edit. I just feel like if it is going to be D and the story is like she, made this amazing alliance and did it like i just feel like we would have seen the setup of the re before from her perspective at all and when i just remember in the premiere it's like drew and julie are like we're best friends and like we're gonna pull in these two other people we were thinking about and we don't really hear from her at all about it in the first place which was just weird to me um and it's all the stuff about the threat and stuff so i just feel like it's not her now but I don't have a better, and now I'm like running through the names in my head, and I'm like, I don't think any of these people are gonna win. <laughs> Obviously, first season with I'm no winner. I will say the other name that people keep saying is Emily, and I really don't see it. I really, I mean, I see what people think is the reason for her to win, but I just like don't. It's for me, it's not happening. And I sent this. <laughs> I sent a a text to Christine and Derek that did not get replied to this week about <laughs> my new conspiracy theory. Uh, it was a lot so of, long. <laughs> a oh lot of people God. are saying, like, well, Emily had that thing, that confessional, where she said if she's not the first person out, she has to be the winner because otherwise being here didn't matter at all. But I think that in the new era of Survivor, that would never be the winner's story. The winner would never say, like, this didn't matter to me, blah, blah, blah. But Survivor now is all about the experience of Survivor and, like, being there with all the people. And so that is the setup of Emily's character flaw so that when she goes out at final four, she's like, Oh my God, I have completely changed as a person. Like I care about all these people. Like when she said people aren't stocks and I'm learning that out here or whatever, it's all normal character growth stuff. And that's where I've landed currently in conspiracy mind boxing myself around Emily, not winning. I feel like I just talked for like 35 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I mean, that, I, mean I, I see, a, a, she's see the, the Grinch, vision. you know? Yeah, yeah. the Grinch. Like, the, the, her heart's going to grow two sizes at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, thought it'd be really funny if we were silent again after you said that. So yeah, just... yeah uh, so Ben, are you, you said you like Emily. Are you, you think she's winning, winning? I see potential in that, but I do, like, honestly, that conspiracy theory, that could have changed my mind. Like, it's very, like, you know, like Spencer Bledsoe being like, I learned how to not be a robot. And like now, same sort of thing with Emily with stocks. Um, I did enjoy the fact that when she was doing the little math problem, she was like, I'm a financial analyst. It was like, she said it. She said what she needed to say. <laughs> Emily Flippin, financial analyst. <laughs> Emily Flippin, I honestly, her Instagram takes me out. Like, I think the commitment to the bid is so commendable for her and it tickles me every time I see the like block meme letters on her Instagram. Impact. I do, exactly. But I could see her winning. I like 
there's maybe I'm just delusional and I just don't think that <laughs> men will win, but I just don't see anyone else like having the storyline. I mean, like D's toe, I think, has a better winner edit than Bruce at this point. So <laughs> it's like maybe, maybe Drew, maybe I would be like, so bored like, if it was Drew. Exactly. It's just like I don't feel I don't see it for any of the men. And mm -hmm. again, maybe that's just my personal bias, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being delusional. Um, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Ultimately, what if it was Katura? <laughs> I mean, I said that I think was it last week or the week before? I was yeah. like, if the story of the season, like if Katura's story is fuck Bruce, and we thought that was bad, but what if the season story is fuck Bruce? Then suddenly Katura could be a winner. It's yeah. like like, what if this is all lead up to the final travel council where she finally says fuck Bruce um, and and then I guess someone from the Reba 4 is the other person in final tribal and that's why we're learning so much about the Reba 4 and Emily goes out of fire making who can never be sure I don't know this is a, <laughs> I, I, I love not knowing but it is I'm kind of <laughs> like I wish I just knew <laughs> I feel that um any other thoughts on the episode at large, Ben? I feel like we've been winner editing about... What about the entertainment factor of this episode? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to like think of what happened in the episode. I exactly. thought the, They had the whole chicken just on the table. I, hey, they put a leaf down. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, where good things happen at the sanctuary. Um, it's like... I hate that. Yeah. I hate journeys as always. The journey was nothing. Yeah. I uh, thought for the twist of losing, I thought it was good that they had an opportunity to get a vote back. So I mm. liked that aspect of it, that it wasn't just you lost a challenge. That means you can't participate in like one of those fundamental aspects of Survivor. But I was like, let's do math. And I remember Austin being like, all my MBA friends will make fun of me. I went, oh my God. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> he's so goofy. So silly. Oh, like, yeah, he's a good character <laughs> on the show. He is a king. And I wish I thought he was going to win. But <laughs> I feel like we haven't learned enough about him, sadly. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know. His mom is so amazing on Twitter. Like, I feel like we would be hearing about her, that diva if Austin was winning. I wish she had asked to come on. Blood, listener Blood versus water. We need it. <laughs> No, I was gonna say, which are one or come on this. Podcast. Oh, on this call. I mean, we could yeah. have a blood versus water bitterers episode. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, we could reach out to her. I don't know. I don't know what she's up to. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love to give us a deep dive. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, she's literally mother. Um, yes. All right, Ben. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Hope to see you again at Crystal Lake sometime. Of course. Thank you oh. for having me. I didn't yeah, know we I had. Yeah. I came to one during 44. I was visiting New York and I was like, I have to go to Crystal Lake viewing party at, in Brooklyn. So it was a great time. Yes. Thank Yay. you so much, Ben. This was of amazing. Of course. Thank you for having me. See y'all. Yeah. Good night. Bye. Mwah. I've sent Cheers. Corey the link. Great. Let it be known. I was saluting Ben. At the end, there's an episode of Squid Game where they literally play Battleship, which is so stupid. Um, but there's like a captain and a lieutenant. And every time the captain and the lieutenant of the losing team lost, they literally were like saluting their like their like fellow team members. It was so corny. That show is ridiculous. <laughs>
So the next person on the list has not even seen the first message. So maybe let's message the person who most recently oh, signed okay. up because they have seen it. So we can let them know they're up next. Okay. I was literally one moment from hitting enter on the other person. So yeah, I think they just might not end up seeing it in time. Sure. You hate to see it. Well, they hate to not see it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Trying to th- what else? Saltburn saw Saltburn this week. I was talking to Sam about that. So yeah, good. I saw you controversially liked it. Um, I've not seen it yet. <laughs> I bravely, I bravely enjoyed a film this weekend. I um, think that if you go into it wanting to have fun and sort of just like appreciating the male form, yes. <laughs> if you like to fun. see those cheeks, you will be happy. Um, yeah, valleys, honestly, but if you want like symbolism or messaging look it goes somewhere else yeah i mean the sim- <laughs> there are symbols in here do they mean anything not really but they are fierce to look at and i love them um yeah i feel like i'm gonna shout out alamo draft house great establishment um but the programming there is especially what makes me love alamo draft house and they had like a pre-show interview with emerald Fennell, and she was like name checking her influences and one of them was uh cruel intentions uh, which we also talked about, Sam, and that is, I feel like, a great primer for like what you should expect, which is like schlock, silliness, kookiness, tomfoolery, right? Then schlong, there is schlong. Um, it's just fun. It's a fun movie. When did we all stop having fun at the theater? I it was, it's been a good week of films for me. I saw Saltburn, and then I saw the new Hunger Games movie. I oh. watched Bad Education, and then I watched Melancholia. Really, oh, wow! Hitting, hitting all of the genres. That is someone's top four on Letterboxd. It's my most recent four. It's <laughs> my um, most recent movie. Hold on. Um, I watched Peggy Sue Got Married. That was actually oh, a really cute movie. How it was cute. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, Francis Ford Coppola. It's leaving the Criterion Channel at the end of the month. So. No! If you're on the channel, get on it. Uh, Kathleen Turner is amazing in it. Nicolas Cage gives an unhinged performance. The mom from Seventh Heaven is also in it. Um, <laughs> Hopefully not the dad. No, he is not present. Hallelujah. This is not a listener calling up. So it is the backdoor pilot for Bitterdurst Movie Club. Yes. <laughs> Hello. 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 Hi, Corey. Welcome. Hi, Bitterdurst. That's us. You guys can hear me okay? Yes. 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 Okay, cool. My AirPods are like a mess. I love that. Got How's nothing it going? for you on Twitter. One one of the great handles. Yeah, oh. I got got nothing for you. Like I can't believe when I made my Survivor Twitter, I was like, "There's no way this is going to be not taken yet." That's pretty incredible. That brings me back to the days of Survivor Tumblr. People snatching up people's the contestant names. When <laughs> Redmond red. dropped, you made a blog instantly. I got MichaelaBradshaw.tumblr.com. It still is there. <laughs> no <laughs> I was Amber Burkich, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Strange times. Corey, how's it going? How's your night going? It's going great. I am home in Pennsylvania right now. Um, at my childhood home. Coming back to Brooklyn tomorrow, where I should be. <laughs> I did not know you were a fellow Pennsylvanian. Yes. Yeah, I'm from Bucks County. Wow, I'm from Pittsburgh. 
Um, I just looked and saw if at sorry for you was available, and it is sadly not. Oh, um, you'd have a team up moment. That's the new but immediately iconic Jeff catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, Corey, what have you been thinking about this season? I feel like you are, and, and this is not shade, but I do feel like you are one of the more of the hater aid people we follow on the videos. <laughs> I feel like you're constantly tweeting screed um, and uh, mad about something. So what's going on? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Um, I'm feeling, look, even a season of Survivor that I, quote, hate is still better than most TV, I think. I love Survivor, and even my least favorite seasons I like better than most other things. Um, with that said, I don't know. I've seen a lot of, like, best new era season for this one, and I just don't, I'm, I don't agree with that. Um... missing i like it more than 43 i'll say that um but i feel like it's missing someone like 41 it was shan 42 it was marianne 44 it was carolyn and there's no one like that for me and that's not like a dig at the casting because i do love this cast i really do and i think new era casting has been incredible um but there's not there's just not like one person that I'm like really rooting for to win it all. Like I just kind of like want anyone but Drew to win. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like those like those uh, like Shan, Marion, Carolyn. Those are like such singular, like unique characters in the like pantheon of Survivor. And it's like I guess I love a lot of this cast, but I at least at this point I agree. I wouldn't say any of them are like in the the sort of like hallowed halls of like, like survivor great characters yet i mean i don't know we still have f four episodes left i don't know yeah, <laughs> so maybe yeah. someone can pull it out but i agree it's like the it's like there are a lot of really amazing characters in those uh those three seasons in particular um yeah 43 whatever <laughs> i'm just I, Corey. that's like an amazing point and I don't think I ever would have thought about it unless you mm -hmm. said it. And now I'm like, kind of like, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess no one's, no one's a legend already, which yeah. is, which is sort of a, a new thing I feel for Survivor. Now I'm, I'm just running through people's names. No, I don't think that we really have a legend from this group. Not to say that none of them could ever become Survivor legends, just that there were a bunch of new era seasons in a row where instantly legends were born. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one where it didn't happen i feel like maybe people will like i mean obviously this is just like speaking to now i feel like emily is like a big one for people but even she is like she's fun but uh, it's like her character is like not big in those same way it's like she started out kind of big and then kind of went uh under a little one of the most fun premiere pre episodes of all times mm -hmm. like literally easily my favorite character of the season after the premiere and then since then she's been the game bot it's like it's kind of like okay it's sad uh, um it was very much i feel like the main character of the season in the pre-merge and in the post-merge she's a supporting character which i guess has been like smart gameplay for her, but also I'm I kind of want her to win. I want her to shake things up, and I'm afraid that she lost her opportunity to 
Yeah. I think Caleb, <laughs> as much as we love Caleb, I feel like he poisoned the well a little. He was like, nope, you have to be a normal person now. And we don't like to <laughs> <Yeah>. see that. <laughs> she was supposed to be crazy about, like, and flame out. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, Corey, do you, who do you think is like actually winning the season so far? Um, I think... So in my, I'm in a survivor draft league um, with like a big group chat, like 60 people in it and like all mostly gay people. Um, and in my draft, I had a B as the winner. Um, and I still feel pretty good about that. I actually originally had Katora as my winner. And then they did this thing in my draft where at the merge, you could change your winner pick. And I changed it to D because I feel like she's in this really strong alliance in a power position and I could see her going on an immunity run in the end. And I think if she gets to the end, people vote for her. So, but I also think she's a big target. So uh, I don't know, but I feel pretty good about her chances. Um, I think that Drew has a good chance. But I also think he's kind of, I'm kind of seeing him as like the Omer type. Yeah. Um, where I think it's like gonna go soon ish, and it's like that's like a big hurdle. They take him out, you know, and whoever's responsible for that might be the winner. Drew is so interesting to me because the pre merge, it feels like every episode we got to check in where they were like, this guy sucks at Survivor. <laughs> and then, like, ever since they merged, it's like, he is a mastermind controlling every single thing and like manipulating everybody. And so I don't know what I'm supposed to think about him um, as, on the whole. Maybe he's sort of like a multifaceted human being who has good days and bad days, but that <laughs> would be the that. first time Survivor's no. <laughs> ever created a character like that. So I don't understand what they're saying. No, yeah, I think Drew is definitely, I think it's possible that, because he's just thinking so much credit for like being like we see he's not the only we see d is the one who is like kind of has the most sway in this alliance i mean his role in making the kelly vote happen it's hard to tell because we didn't see all of that because they kind of cut it off because we got to gag you so like we can't show you exactly how like d ends up agreeing to vote this way um so like yeah drew's tough because he's clearly getting a lot of credit um and i could in a universe where he wins i don't think he is you know, the, the pre-merge stuff, it could be part of his, he talked about his, like, the two sides of himself, his, he wants to be like Cochrane and like, um, you know, he has a journey, like, 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 a, like, I could see, like, oh, he's like, I, you know, was able to come from being a nerd to, like, controlling the game. That's what he said he wanted to do in the premiere was, like, be the puppet master. But I don't see it for him. I see at this point, I think, Corey, you're totally right. At this point, he's more being set up as like the Omer of like the he's the person getting all this credit. And that's the, when he gets voted out, it's going to feel meaningful. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm landing is that he's going to be more like the symbolic boot. I agree. Kind of Carson y in that way. I feel like Carson was kind of set up in that way for 44. Um, but I feel like Carson maybe had a better chance of. I don't know how people out there are seeing Drew right now. I'm confused. That's, like, yeah. we, keep, we keep talking about how kind of confusing it is, like why people aren't really gunning for Austin of all people, who seems like very like outwardly threatening. So I'm just like, I really don't know what people think of Drew out there. I mean, 
he gets along with some people, but don't know how people see him strategically. It's it's a it's kind of weird that we never hear other people's thoughts on Drew. A little freaky. Yeah, I mean, these four are as much as it's kind of like annoying to just watch a steamroll if that's what ends up happening, and I hope it's not. Um, they're playing really well. It's like very impressive that people don't really want to go against them from what we've seen. And we've heard both. Well, we've heard Katora say she was like, I'm with them, but I'm probably the five, but that's okay. And I think Emily thinks the same thing. So there's multiple people thinking they're the five. And like, we've heard Emily talk about um, possibly going for D. But like, oh, I just think that's fascinating that they have these people in such a place where they all feel so comfortable with them and aren't still aren't. We're at the final eight now. And they're like not like trying from what we've seen in the edit. To yeah. It's like almost reminiscent. I I don't know. People were very wary of the Tika three. Maybe maybe Dom and Wendell is a better comparison, where it's just like people want to be in this like like in uh, by the nucleus of power of the season rather than trying to break it apart. Um, which I feel like makes more sense if it is a duo than a foursome. Like that makes more sense that you want to get close to Dom and Wendell than it does. I want to get close to the Reba four because. I just don't get how you think you can break into that unless there's like something that we're not seeing. Maybe people do recognize that it's like more of a two twosomes yeah. that came together. But if that's the case, I would love to hear them vocalize that. <laughs> we we all want to be Kathy Vavrick O'Brien, okay? Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, wait, can I ask you guys a question? Absolutely. Sure. Go for it. I um oh. Last season, you did a fan calling episode, mm -hmm. and I hadn't listened to it, but I listened to it before this. <laughs> and someone asked, or you, one of you asked someone that called in this question, which I thought was really funny and interesting. Um, what the, you asked, what you think, like the postseason controversy will be, <laughs> and, and Christine guessed it perfectly that it would be that Carolyn was robbed. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I was wondering, like, what do you, do you guys have any idea what you think the postseason controversy will be for this? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like calling the Carolyn robbed is, was a good instinct. I'm like trying to think who would be robbed. Um, I guess it depends who makes it to finale night. I feel like if Emily makes yeah. it to finale night and then goes at fire or something, that could be kind of big. But I feel like that's the fire making is rarely like the controversy. Like even when Jesse went out at fire, the controversy was that Gabler one. Uh, right. Like the con mm -hmm. the controversies for 41, 42, and 43 were like outside the game. Like yeah. there was like the girls were fighting. Right. Like the girls yeah. were fighting. <laughs> the, the what was it? Oh, the camp out, like Black Alliance for 41 broke up. And like that was there was so much like outside of the game, like that was out of bounds kind of stuff. 42, yeah. Omer Drea, <laughs> SmackDown for the crown. And now and 43, obviously, Gabler as a man. And so, like, it, it's hard to compare and it's hard to predict because I also don't want to be like, this person's probably racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, mean I, if there was a controversy, it could be maybe, like, Bruce related. That's what I feel sure. like maybe. I mean, Katura already posted and deleted TikToks <laughs> about Bruce. I bet it could be something with Katura, and I love her so much, and I would love her to, like, 
keep stirring that pot with production after i don't know maybe the cast will like have beef with beef with production this season i don't know i feel like it's usually the play it's like inner player shit going on i would love to see a cast unionize against jeff and against the show at large <laughs> um so yeah that, i guess my get that that'll be my official guest is the cast versus jeff probst yeah my guess would be Bruce. I think, I that think that's going to continue post-season, potentially. The fact that that already <laughs> came up during the season in a TikTok, um, I just feel like um, that's going to be re relitigated. I mean, we'll see how it turns out, but if Katura felt the need to make that TikTok at, before the season was done, I feel like there's going to be something that's aired out. It might not be a, like a fight, but I feel like there's going to be discussion. Um, well, it's more like her TikTok was like, about how that wasn't her whole story. Like there was so many other things going on. So I don't even know if there is going to be a big blow up. And she was just surprised that like, it was all about Bruce. Like everything she said on the show was all about Bruce. And so. Yeah. It's like, we'll well, see. We'll see. if she, if she somehow wins, maybe that would be the controversy is like, yeah. why did they give her this edit? Kind of like Erica, mm -hmm. like why the hell I would honestly like, that would be straight up misogynistic if that was the edit they gave her is all about like hating a guy like that would be yeah. a lot. So I, it sucks to say I hope she doesn't win, but I do hope she doesn't win because this would be the worst winner edit like ever. But it'd be it's funny. The, the whole um, Bruce Couture stuff is interesting to me because it's been going on all season. And so like from an edit perspective, I've been thinking it's leading towards one of them being the other's downfall right but now mm -hmm. at this point with it kind of being four four i'm wondering if what if it's actually they've been doing this all season showing how they're against each other but what if they actually end up having to team up and they end up having to team up to make like the big move of the season that would be really New funny era scout and twyla please <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and especially because, like, I I do think that Bruce is going to final tribal, and so it'd be great to have Katura there too. They could keep fighting. Yeah, <laughs> I would love that. I mean, that maybe that's what breaks up the Reba Four is Bruce and Katura align. Um, but again, I would still would have hoped they would give something else to Katura besides that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you give them too much credit. You give I them do. Caleb. She had Caleb. I mean, uh, I'm I'm having flashbacks to when we were all like, "There's no way they would edit the first like woman of color winner in the longest time like so quietly," <laughs> and then they did. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, Survivor. We love it. We love this show. Mm -hmm. yes, we do. <laughs> Corey, any final thoughts? Um, I mean, I just want to say I love you guys. I love listening. Oh. Um, Christine, I just want to say that um, Staniwatu was um, a moment in culture. I think you I think you are responsible for like people in the Survivor fan base shifting the way they look at that season and it being more appreciated um so i wanted to give you a shout out for that thank 100%. you i appreciate having my hard work uh recognized uh, i've tried very hard and I'm, i thank you that's very nice to say <laughs> um i agree 100 christine you should be very proud and i feel like not just for like for vanuatu i feel like people are more willing to like go to bat for like their like underrepresented fave season uh, i opened for... up the conversation yes and i'm very i'm so unbelievably excited for your next venture knowing what it is um yes. so i hope people are excited because it's gonna be pretty good 
get yeah. amped. Um, and if you are in the New York area, there is a DVD set of Survivor Vanuatu that has recently <laughs> been repriced down to three dollars. Uh, and it sits outside of a used record and DVD store near my house. So if anybody wants to uh, go get this sunwashed, loss of loss of color DVD box set of Survivor Vanuatu, it's all yours for three dollars. Yeah, I say go for it. I mean, I forget who someone uh, was it. Chris Nolan said like you are the steward of physical media. Whatever, if you have physical media, you are the custodian of that mm. piece of work. And I, I don't trust plus a life forever. So get those DVDs, people. <laughs> Period. Corey, thank you for being here. Yes, thank you so um, much. Yes. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Okay, unclear if these other people will be coming. Um, well, you wanna, we'll see. Yeah, did you? Have I messaged. I, I messaged one per the person who hadn't seen any of the messages, saying, "Hey, like, let us know if you're around." And I sent the other person a message, being like, "When we got on with Corey, being like, uh, we'll be on in the next ten, fifteen, and they never responded to that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I." Maybe I shouldn't have sent this link. Well, we'll see what happens. But well, I, well like, uh, yeah, yeah. That was a great talk. Corey's Agreed. So fun. It's so awkward trying to like having to push people off the call. <laughs> I mean, that's now I understand why Chelsea Pretty does the just like bloop, like yeah. you're done. I, <laughs> I feel like we need to. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll refine refine this process. I think this is. Um, uh, more uh, better organized than our last one for sure. No shade to our first <laughs> one, but this is a, a smoother sailing, I would say. Um, but I feel like we'll we'll refine this more, and I'm I hope we do this every season. I feel like it's a fun little treat. I agree, and yeah, next time we'll have we'll set up like a countdown timer, and we'll just have like a five minute timer behind me on the wall, and yes. the, they'll know that at the five minute time, it's get out of here. You're done. Yeah, that'd be nice. So it's like we don't have to like be like okay, Bye. you have like like five second warning. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Yeah, <laughs> like, they're like, oh, I thought I was on my second thought. <laughs> Are you done talking? That's what I'm gonna start saying. <laughs> Um, but this has been yes a really great little episode. Um, very chill. I don't know people. Yeah, this is always so fun. I feel like our evening recordings are always like just a different energy. We usually I don't know if people know this. We usually recorded the like morning hours. Um, but it's whenever we I feel like we did this a lot for like uh, our Otter Creek coverage. We were doing a lot of like evenings, and it was just like very wackadoodle energy. Um, which it's, I love. it's it's sleepover evening versus sleepover morning. Yes. <laughs> morning, it's like my mom is gonna come pick me up in the next hour. Uh yeah. so like let's play while we can. And then yeah. evening is like I'm falling I'll... asleep and I'm laughing out loud. <laughs> LOL. That's us. I was thinking how funny it would be if we did one of these in the morning where it's like radio, <laughs> we're like morning radio hosts and we're like taking callers. <laughs> Um, I think that would be very fun. Very I would silly. be so down with that. I have a friend who does that kind of in a way. Um, like he's a kind of like a tertiary character to a radio, like a morning radio show. <laughs> his his name is Prison Tattoo. Uh, I don't know why, um, but um, yeah. So if you're in the Chicago area, call into whatever that show is. Don't recall, but um, ask for Prison Tattoo. Agreed. 
I'm calling it. I think we should plug yeah, I and think this is it. say our good nights. Yes, I agree. Um, Corey was a great note to end on. I feel like such mm-hmm. fun. Everyone was so great. Thank you so much to all of our yes, lovely this guests. So this was so nice. Um, and I guess if you wanted to be on this, DM us something or like send your thoughts to us. People, you can always send your thoughts to us and we'll maybe respond to them, maybe post them. I don't know. Um, but you should also five star review us wherever that is available. And we do have another review to read from November 14th. RCT1219 said, Super fun podcast. Sam, Derek, and Christine are great and they always have great guests. One of my favorite weekly listens during the Survivor season. All of our bitter duties were the great guests they were talking about tonight. You are Good. you are the visual. A slay. Well, you can follow me at Sam Stanish <laughs> and um, at Moon Selector on TikTok and at Buffy Boyfriends for my Buffy podcast. And we will be releasing new episodes of the Buffy podcast very soon because Derek and I are recording this weekend. Yes, yes, yes. For a very exciting episode. I these are episodes that I specific or one specific episode <laughs> I requested, <laughs> plus another one. Um, I but I also specifically requested my episode from season two and then I, when we watched them i was like why did i don't want to talk about these ones? Not eggs. <laughs> you know no for some reason but um no, no. <laughs> i'm very excited for the episodes we're going to talk about um but yes go listen to that listen to, or follow us bitter Durs pod on twitter and instagram do like our good judy tiago and follow shadow play gaze christine and i doing the good work out there converting people to utana or survivor or sailor moon um go follow that yeah Reindeer's on Twitter. Period. You can follow me on Twitter at the Extine Files and on Instagram at the Extine Files. You can read my writing on Inside Survivor. Listen to the Shadow Play Gaze, and that's it. <laughs> Thank you all. Major Slay. We'll see you all next week for something. We don't know. Another good episode this time. Hopefully. Let's hope so. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.